edition of the Everything Jimmy Athletics Podcast. I'm Sean Johnson, and it is Monday, March the 2nd, 2020. We're recording live from the Unruh Sheldon Building on the second floor here on the beautiful University of Jamestown campus, where, yes, the snow is melting. We're not quite ready for outdoor competition, but we're making progress, and that's good. Always good to make progress and see that snow melting. We've got a lot to talk to uh, talk about on this edition of the show. We've got interviews with Chelsea Dionisio, who's a graduate assistant and former All-American wrestler in the women's wrestling team. Tom Hager, we're going to discuss his 700th win over the weekend. We're going to talk to Clark Steele about Jimmy Men's Volleyball and what they've accomplished over the weekend and what they've got coming up this week. And we'll also ca- uh, catch up with Junette Caldera, who conference champion again in helping to lead the University of Jamestown women's wrestling team to their second consecutive conference championship over the weekend. couple things to mention right off the top. Julia Johnson and Kylie Voigt will both be competing in the NAIA Women's Indoor Track and Field Championships that is in Brookings, South Dakota, on the campus of South Dakota State University. Julia will compete in the triple jump, Kylie in the 400 meters. Kylie will run in the 400-meter dash semifinals Friday at 1.05 p.m., and then if she's able to advance to the finals, that competition will take place Saturday also at 1.05 p.m. Julia will be competing in the triple jump, and that will take place Saturday morning at 10 a.m. In men's wrestling, Brandon Aragon will compete in the NAI Men's Wrestling Championships in Park City, Kansas. That is just north of Wichita. Brandon will compete in the 149-pound class. His first match will be in the round of 32, which will take place at 10 a.m. Men's hockey on tap this weekend, Thursday, the last home game. For 14 members of the inaugural class, of the men's recruiting class of 2016, they'll be playing their final home game against Minot State Thursday night at 7 o'clock. So if you remember four short years ago, men's hockey just getting started here at the University of Jamestown. Dean Stork came in and recruited a great class. Actually, 16 seniors in that class. Two of them are going to play a fifth year, and they'll be back next year. But 14 young men will be playing their final home Jimmy hockey game Thursday night. You won't want to miss that 7 o'clock at Wilson Arena. In the first four years of the program, the Jimmy Hockey team has posted a combined record of 91-46-5, and and they'll be making their third appearance in the national tournament in the next three weeks. We should find out later on this week, and we should have it for you on the second edition of the podcast, where they'll be playing. Well, we know they'll be playing in Frisco, but who they will be playing against. So make sure and uh, tune in to the second uh, second edition of this week's podcast. That'll be probably coming out on Thursday and we'll get you all caught up on where, or I should say who the Jimmy men's hockey team will be taking on. First, we're going to talk with Jeanette Caldera, a sophomore women's wrestler who defended her conference championship at 101 pounds. She pinned Kylie Marlin of York technical fall winning 10 0. And in the championship match, she pinned Esther Walker of Midland in, at the 447 mark to win the 101-pound championship as the Jimmies ran away with their second consecutive KCAC Conference Championship. UJ was in first with 204 points. Second place was Midland with 106. Third was York with 105. Fourth, Missouri Valley, 104. The University of St. Mary was fifth with 91. And Ottawa, the host school, was sixth with 85.5 points. How dominant were the Jimmies at the conference meet? Well, of the 10 weight classes, they had eight individuals wrestling for a conference championship. Five of those individuals won, including Jeanette, Samantha Weeks at 109 pounds, 
Jemiah Blackston at 123 pounds, Desiree Estrada at 136 pounds, and Agatha Andrews, who right now is the number one ranked wrestler in the country at 191 pounds. She defended her title as well. Shauna Kemp was named the KCAC Coach of the Year for second consecutive days, second consecutive year. And we are just 11 days away from hosting the NEI Women's National Invitational in the Harold Newman Arena, March 13th and 14th. Well, it was a long drive back from Ottawa, Kansas after winning the conference championship, but we caught up with Jenna Caldera after they won their second consecutive, G- or I should say, KCAC conference championship. Another conference championship. How exciting is it to get to do something like that as a team? It's honestly really amazing. To be part of this team is a blessing. Shauna's done everything she could to just like have us become a team as one and just, you know, to win as an individual as well is, you know, it's, it's unbelievable. Obviously, last year you guys kind of dominated the competition. So but when you do that and you're getting ready to compete again, what's the mindset? Do you kind of have to block out what happened last year and realize this is a new year? What was your approach? Well, honestly, walking in, everybody, you know, kind of respected us. They were like, oh, wow, Jamestown's here again. Oh, shoot, we've got more competition coming in. And there's a lot of good competition coming in as well. And I underestimated some of the people in my weight class, although um, we definitely earned some respect going in there again. What was the competition this year compared to last year? Was it improved? Oh, much improved, much improved. I think from last year, maybe uh, teams, you know, uh, saw us and uh, knew who we were at that point. So they're like, okay, stepped up their game. They had new competition, and it was it was a fight out there, definitely for all of us. How, how exciting is it to see the sport of women's wrestling growing and knowing that you've got a conference to compete in and you've got a championship to compete in in two weeks? Oh, man, that's cra- that's a that's a good question because uh, it's it's been a while since I've competed again. So back in the day, I didn't we didn't have any of this. And um, getting back into the sport, we've earned the recognition that women's wrestling's deserved, and they've given us so much more. Next year, we're going to have our own. Um, um, national qualifier now just like the boys do and the stepping stones that we've made throughout the years has been incredible so NAI women's wrestling invitational back at Harold Newman arena again what was the experience like last year and what are you most looking forward to this year well the experience last year was amazing just having it here and having all um, you know all of Jimmy's come support and it it's really important that well honestly it's it's awesome having it here because the travel experience puts a lot of uh, wear on our bodies it's sitting in a bus all day although now that we're gonna have a couple of, of uh, tournaments here we're excited that we're gonna have it at home again um, and the it's just growing so we're gonna see a lot more competition a lot more uh, teams are gonna be coming out and what's exciting for me is I'm gonna make it to the finals and I'm gonna finally make our make UJ proud again what's the team goal going into the uh, to the uh, tournament in two weeks oh first place uh, as a team we've been working so hard to get this team together to gain points and learn strategic strategies and we have the perfect coach for that because she is smart on the mat and smart in in the head okay this girl is so good at strategizing plans and how we should go about our each matches and 
you know, she wants a lot more of our girls in the finals, which we will. We have a lot of tough competition coming. And there was a nice reception when the Jimmy Women's Wrestling team came back to the University of Jamestown campus. A bunch of folks met them at the Larson Center to congratulate them on Sunday afternoon on winning a championship. One of the really cool things that was happening over the weekend as the women's KCAC Wrestling Championship was taking place at Ottawa. Later that afternoon, the Jimmy men's volleyball team was taking on Ottawa. And instead of heading right back to Jamestown, the Jimmy women's wrestling team stayed back and rooted on their fellow Jimmys as the men's uh, volleyball team took down Ottawa three sets to none. So that was really a neat uh, gesture and a great uh, sign of Jimmy culture here in our campus and what's happening in the athletic department. So actually, the team wanted to make it back to Sioux City or Sioux Falls on Saturday night, only made it as far as Omaha because they stayed it so long in Ottawa to uh, to support their fellow teammates. So it was good to catch up with them. And speaking of men's volleyball, the Jimmy's now 7-2 and two on the season. Their only two losses are to the number two and number three ranked teams in the country at their gym. They lost to Grandview about three weeks ago, and then Friday night lost to number three Park uh, in the Kansas City area. Actually won the first set. Barely lost set number two before falling three sets to one. And then they bounced right back and swept Ottawa 3-0 on their home court on Saturday night. We caught up with Clark Steele, one of the junior college transfers on this year's Jimmy Men's volleyball team, and talked about not only what happened on the weekend, but the progress the team is making in their first season. One-on-one on the weekend, obviously you faced a very tough team in Park, ranked number three in the country at their place, but then you came back, got the sweep at Ottawa. So how would you surmise uh, this weekend? Well, I think it was a good learning weekend, uh, another opportunity to grow as a team. Uh, obviously, we didn't get the result we wanted at Park, but we were able to bounce back and get that sweep at Ottawa, which is huge, especially in terms of what it means for conference. So excited to see how we continue to grow moving forward. You had an outstanding game individually against Park. You had over 20 kills, but a more balanced attack on Saturday. Obviously, as a team, is that what you're looking for? I mean, it's great for you, you know, when you're you're having a great game, but obviously probably a better approach if, if you're kind of spreading the attack around a little bit. Yeah, definitely. As you can see, the Ottawa, uh, the attack was way more balanced. Everyone was getting d- double-digit kills. Everyone was participating, um, and that helps our offense uh, in terms of being able to spread out, uh, attack the ball well. So when we can do that, um, it's way more effective in terms of volleyball. Uh, so, yeah. So you've got nine matches under your belt. What has changed from the first match to the ninth match? What have you guys gotten better at? Uh, our ball control. I think our ability to play well under pressure is improving, um, especially as we get more game reps. Uh, and I think our ability to play well as a team and together um, and to bounce back from adversity and tough things going on uh, has helped our team mature way, way faster than uh, we could have expected. And what are some of the things you think you need to work on? I think we need to work on being able to stop uh, giving up points in a row. So ability to, like if we give off one or two, being able to bounce back um, right away and uh, being able to just put the ball away next point or the next point after that. And then at the end of sets, I think we just need to be able to uh, win those uh, with a kill instead of waiting for the other team to make a mistake, I think is would be two big things we need to work on. Big week this week, three home matches, a lot to get accomplished. What are you looking forward to this week? I'm looking forward to play, playing in front of the home crowd again. Uh, that'll be a blast. Um, it'll be nice not having to be on the road for 10 hours, uh, but it's going to be sweet. 
um, three conference games, I believe. So it'll be sweet to uh, get some good uh, competitive matches um, at home in front of the Jimmy crowd. Always great to catch up with Clark. He's one of the really interesting guys in this inaugural season of Jimmy Men's Volleyball. He's a young man who had went to junior college and then was playing beach volleyball and Riley Salmon uh, spotted him playing beach volleyball and invited him not only be part of the program, but get his college education. And Clark is doing a great job in helping to lead this team. This is a big week for Jimmy Men's Volleyball. They're actually playing their final three home matches of the season, the regular season, uh, this week, Tuesday, Thursday, and Friday. Jimmy's right now are 2-1 in conference play, and all three matches this week are league games. So the Jimmy's host, Morningside, who's 1-3, Tuesday night at 7 then Thursday, a great test against Briarcliff. That match will tip off at six. Briarcliff right now four and one in the league. And then on Friday, right before spring break, they'll take on Dord, who has yet to win a conference match. They're 0 and six. That game will also be at six o'clock on Friday. So again, Tuesday's match at seven. Thursday and Friday matches at six p.m. at Harold Newman Arena. So you want to make sure and watch that. Another very exciting thing that happened over the weekend, the Jimmy baseball team had another excellent weekend as they took three out of four of McQuinas College of Michigan. Those games were taking place in Topeka, Kansas. And one of the most exciting things about all of that is that Tom Hager won his 700th game as head coach of the Jimmies. Now you look at Tom and you're thinking, that guy hasn't been coaching college baseball long enough to win 700 games because he's got that youthful appearance. And quite frankly, he still is a young guy. But very exciting time for Tom Quite a milestone. We caught up with Tom and asked him about his reaction to winning his 700th game as Jimmy head coach. 700 wins, and you're getting ready to coach your 1,000th game next week. Uh, does it seem like it's been that long that you've been the head coach? No, it doesn't, um, just because I like what, I, I like what I'm doing, and um, I feel like it's a privilege to be able to coach and be around 18 to 22-year-olds every day. So um, when you love what you do, I think um, time flies. Certainly there are days that are longer than others, um, and there are challenges in this profession, but um, being able to coach a 1,000 games um, is something that I cherish, and uh, I look forward to continuing to do so for a long time. So I don't think you had any idea that you were getting ready to – you knew it was in the ballpark. You were close to 700, but I don't think you had any idea that when you won Sunday, that was your 700th win, so were you kind of shocked? I I was. um, You know, I I knew it was sort of in the ballpark, but you try to focus more on, you know, going from game to game, preparing your team, and winning baseball games. And, um, you know, we played some pretty good baseball on Sunday, and uh, the icing on the cake was getting a ball presented to me by my assistant coaches and players. And um, it was a, a great moment. And then to be able to share, you know, some of those thoughts and memories about all the games over the years with my team on the way home, that's something I'll never forget. So did it make the 10-hour bus ride home where you got back at 4.30 in the morning worth it? It made it completely worth it. You know, one of the best things about being a college coach is getting a chance to hang out with guys and talking about baseball and talking about life. And yesterday was an interesting bus ride, to say the least. So when you think back, and obviously you're a very young man, you got a long way to go here in the coaching profession, but when you think back on the 1,000 games and the 700 wins, is there anything that really particular comes to mind, any particular moment or, or anything that just jumps out at you, or are you just shocked that, not that you were able to accomplish this, but you've, you've done it in pretty quick fashion? You really think about 
all of the players that, that you know, you've been able to make an impact on and who've made an impact on you as well. I mean, it's a two-way street. That's one of the great things about teaching and coaching is, you know, um, we're able to do some things with people and hopefully change their lives. And trust me, a lot of the players that have played for me have made me a better person. So that's what you think about. And certainly there's some great wins, some comeback wins, some special days in the baseball field. But I think what's most important is the people. And I've heard from a lot of those people over the last few days. And, you know, it, it's it's so awesome to be connected to so many different players over the years and know that, you know, they're some of the best people in your life. Our final interview today comes with graduate assistant women's wrestling coach Chelsea Dionisio. Chelsea was a four-year letter winner here at the University of Jamestown and an All-American last year competing in the first NAI Women's Wrestling Invitational at Harold Newman Arena. Again, just 11 days as we record this on Monday, March the 2nd, just 11 days until the University of Jamestown hosts the second annual NAI Women's Wrestling Invitational at Harold Newman Arena. This is the only collegiate women's wrestling tournament that is sponsored sponsored by a national organization, of course, that being the NAIA. Single session tickets are just $5. There's four sessions, and the tournament pass is only $15. Children 14 and under are admitted free. The sessions begin at 10 a.m. and 6 p.m. both days. That's Friday, March 13th, and Saturday, March 14th. But we caught up with Chelsea, who talked about not only the growth of the Jimmy program, but the growth of women's wrestling overall and the growth of girls' high school wrestling as well. First of all, let's talk about your career here at UJ and how you've seen this program grow. Now, obviously, you were a student athlete, All-American. Now you're graduate assistant coach. How much has this program grown since you first arrived here? The amount of growth that this program has experienced since I got here um, is immeasurable. Like, we've had girls who have come in and their wrestling and their skill set has been not the best, but they put the work in and Coach Shana has done everything, not even just Coach Shana, the whole coaching staff has done everything in their power to improve upon their wrestling and it really shows. I mean, we just won conference and it's amazing. And there's no words that can summarize how great being part of this team is. And it's so great to be the graduate assistant now because now I get to see the growth in a different type of lens. So when you got here, obviously there was no conference championship. You got to compete in it last year. You coached in it this year. How big is having a conference championship to compete in for this program? The growth of women's wrestling, like the fact that we have a conference now, this is what have we've been working for. When I was in college, there was only 24, or when I was being recruited for college, there was only 24 programs that were open, and now we're well into the 60s. And the fact that there are more conferences that are opening after this year, like it shows that our hard work is seen, and it's not for nothing. And the continued growth is just something that amazes me every day. Two weeks, get to host the national championships again. What does that mean? It means everything. People, I feel like, don't understand when wrestlers go out there to be an All-American. There's no feeling like getting your hand raised as an All-American. Nothing can top that. And the fact that we can have it at home and we can have our supporters here to see our hard work and to have it just be out for everyone to see, it's going to be an amazing experience. 
How important is having this championship here in Jamestown to the growth of women's wrestling on the girls' side, maybe in high school, in the area, and maybe in the state as well? It has the effect that it has is just ridiculous because wrestling itself in the state of North Dakota isn't that big of a sport. And the fact that we can have it here in Jamestown helps the growth of the sport and in the state. And I've already seen so many different changes throughout the state because there are girls in Bismarck, there are girls in Fargo, there are girls here in Jamestown who see that the national tournament is here and they're just like, Mom, Dad, I want to do that now. And that's something different. What's the goal for uh, the national tournament here in Jamestown as a team? What's the goal? The goal as a team is to just go out there and try our best and hopefully our best results in a national championship. I always tell the girls before every tournament, every match, if you believe in yourselves as much as I believe you, you're going to shock the world. And I think if they started to believe in themselves and trust in the coaching and trust in their wrestling and trust in their technique, they will surprise the world. Before we wrap up, we like to take a look inside the numbers, taking a look at some of the interesting stats behind Jimmy Athletics. We're going to look at men's volleyball right now. As we mentioned, off to a 7-2 and two start, just their first year as a program. They are ranked number one in the country in assists per game and in kills per game. UJ averaging 13.2 assists per game and just over 14 kills per game. They also rank eighth in hitting percentage at nearly 30%. Pretty amazing. And some of the individual honors, the Jimmy Freshman setter Derek Correa ranks number two in the country in assists per game, 11.3 per game. Austin Jacob, he ranks seventh in hitting percentage at 42.5%. Clark Steele, who we had the interview with, he ranks ninth in the country at kills per game at 4.1. So pretty amazing stats for a first-year program. And then taking a look inside the numbers with Tom Hager, we mentioned he won his 700th game. He is the second Winningest coach by percentage for any I coach, which, which has at least 580 victories. Tom is over 70% winning percentage. The only active coach that has a better winning percentage that has won that many games is Denny Craybaugh, who's the head coach at Oklahoma City. Denny, in his 31st season, has won 1,499 games. In fact, he's over 1,500 wins now. This uh, list was generated before the start of the season. Denny has won nearly 77% of his games. But right next on that list is Tom Hager. And then you look at the all-time wingest baseball coaches in NAI history. When Tom gets to the 800 mark, which won't be that far away, he could bump into the top 30. Right now, the all-time winningest coach in the NAI was a guy named Gordy Gillespie, a coach at St. Francis, Ripon, and Lewis, who won an amazing 1,893 games. Just behind him, the legendary Ed Sheff from Lewis and Clark State College, who won all those national championships with the Warriors. He was he won 1,705 games. I don't know if Tom's going to get quite to that mark, but you never know. He's already to 700. So congratulations to Tom Hager on the incredible job he is doing here at the University of Jamestown. Well, that's going to wrap up this edition of the Everything Jimmy Athletics podcast for Monday, March the 2nd. That's right. It's already March. We hope you enjoyed your leap year day. February the 29th, and had a great weekend. And again, we've got a lot of things coming up. Tuesday, men's volleyball is at home. That, that match taps off at 7 o'clock against Morningside. And then Thursday, Jimmy Men's Hockey against Minot. That'll take place at 7 o'clock. And right before that, 6 o'clock, 
Jimmy men's volleyball against Briarcliff. But we'll have another edition of the Everything Jimmy Athletics podcast before those later weekend events. So thanks for listening. Make sure and mention this to your friends and other Jimmy alums and fans. Have a great day and go Jimmy's. (laughs) 